Welcome to the Live to Shoot podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle, and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for the last 13 years. In this podcast, we talk about all things Second Amendment and might throw in something going on in my personal life, a sports story, or something in the news. So today is um, Sunday, August uh, 22nd, and I have been a little slow in getting my podcast out. Been kind of crazy the last few weeks, and just haven't been able to get the time. I'm trying to do a little better. But, you know, for example, this week we moved my oldest into the dorms at TCU. And, you know, my wife and I talked about it. And we, I asked her if the first day of kindergarten or first day of college was the hardest. And I think we both agree that the first day of college may have been a little harder than the first day of uh, kindergarten. So I don't know. I know a lot of y'all out there have probably been through it. And it is, it's different. It's a different uh, time of life for, for all of us. So we're getting through it. And I'm going to stop talking about it now. And, you know, then we've got the craziness that's going on in this world and the feckless government that we have, the leader that we have in charge is so ridiculous. And I just can't believe that anybody voted for him much less 80 million people, and I think we're starting to see it, and I think there's a lot of buyer's remorse out there from all those that did vote for him or those that rigged the election for him. So, you know, we've got our American citizens trapped in Afghanistan. doesn't seem really too motivated about getting them out. decided to stay, you know, at, at home in Delaware. You know, Jin he's off on vacation someplace. Just, uh, you know, let things be. You know, it'll all work out, but you know, it's, 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 it's crazy, but you know, I've had this on my desk here for a while and I thought I would talk about it today. So the, a week or so ago, the Pew Research Center came out with a new, um, results of a, a survey that they had done on gun owners. And I think it's starting, you know, the different opinions from gun owners and non-gun owners on a, on a variety of topics. And you know, there's some interesting things that in this, and I thought I'd just touch on uh, briefly. And then there's, again, my opinion, uh, it's a little misleading, but that, in that typical of uh, most things that are related to guns. So uh, whenever you, you know, look, look at the, some of the questions they ask, there's, you know, there's some common, you know, common ground that we, we all land on. So in response to preventing people with mental illness from purchasing guns, 87% of gun owners were in favor of that, and 88% of non-gun owners were in favor of that. So right, you know, right there along the line. But then when you get to creating a federal government database to track all gun sales, you know, obviously 46% of, of gun owners were in favor of that, and 77% of non-gun owners were in favor of it. And truthfully, I can't think of why any gun owner would typically think of that, but you know. And this is one of the problems with surveys. You don't really necessarily know, you know, you know, they're, they're, they typically have an agenda going into them anyway. And you don't know how they got the data. You don't know how, how they're manipulating the data. And case in point, so I'm going to go to the, the overall question. And the results they came up with show that 3 in 10 U.S. adults say they own a gun. So 30% of Americans say they own a gun. And that is 
to me. And so when then when you go and you take that number and you extrapolate it across these other questions about gun owners and non-gun owners, it in- impacts the results. And by that, I mean 30%, I believe, is a very, very low number. And that gets to the heart of this study and the people that they're, they're surveying. So gun owners typically are a private group. We have reasons to be keep our cards close to our vest, especially in this time and environment. So I believe that a lot of people that answered that question about whether they're the gun owner or not didn't tell the truth. They did not disclose that they were gun owners because I believe that percentage is probably well over 50% of Americans are gun owners. When you look at places like Texas and, and Oklahoma and you know Wyoming, Wyoming and Nebraska, where probably 80 to 90% of the the adults there are gun owners of some sort. And, you know, then that, you know, obviously even in the, the California, there are a lot of gun owners in California. They they may not own all the guns that they'd like to have, but there are quite a few gun owners there. And so I believe that 30% is a really low number. And then it, it, when you look at men versus women, 39% of men say they're gun owners. <laughs> Again, I think that is well up over 60% of men are gun owners. You know, you break it down by race. doesn't really, you know, jump out, you know, blacks and, and whites, you know, pretty, you know, pretty much the same, you know, very similar percentage, 36 and 24%. It's pretty flat across the age groups. Education doesn't really matter. You know, the one bigger uh, thing, which is obvious, is urban versus rural. 41% say that they own guns versus 20%. And again, when I look at that rural number, that, that is very low to me, um, just because I've grown up in that area. In those areas, I have family in the rural areas. And so, but so now, take that. Look at how some of these other questions are answered. You start to wonder, you know, exactly what what are the true answers? You know, whenever you see 37% of gun owners uh, are in favor of banning assault weapons. Now, I don't think that's true because I think the base of the number of gun owners is wrong. Now, there are some other trends that are interesting, though. And this is what I'm, one of the things I want to talk about, going back to banning assault-style weapons. That has become less and less, you know, in favor. So from 2017 to 2021, it's gone down for gun owners from 48% down to 37%. But even among non-gun owners, that number is dropping from 77% down to 74%. So, you know, there is some uh, switching in terms of, uh, of, you know, shortening the waiting periods for people to buy the guns. Gun owners were at 53% to favor shortening it to now, you know, they're, or I'm sorry. Yes. That, you know, against shortening it to, you know, 49%, you know, and then that number stayed relatively flat for the non-gun owners. So, you know, it's very interesting, you know, um, what some of these stats say, but I think, you know, there's some common ground out there, but then there's also, you know, again, some vast, um, differences. And I think the biggest thing, though, is that this study is a little flawed because I don't think it's capturing all the gun owners. When you look at that and then you start looking at the numbers, I think this would probably tell a different story if you were really looking at the true number of gun owners. So I thought it was interesting. Not that big a deal in terms of overall impact. Hasn't really gotten much press, but, you know, 
right now Afghanistan and the COVID virus and all those things are getting the headlines and maybe that's intended but I do think that you know when, with, with chaos will come another attempt by the government to gain control and one of the ways of gaining control is going to be coming after our firearms and they are shown that they're willing to do it and they're going to attempt to do it and they are going to do it you know just out of fiat meaning that they are just going to use their powers as a government to do it and, you know, let the courts sort it out later. They're doing that with other things, such as the eviction notices, and I think we're going to see that coming shortly, that they're going to start getting a lot more aggressive because Biden is losing his political footing. And they've got to, before they completely fall off the cliff, they're going to have to try and get some of their more of their radical agenda through. And that one of them has always been guns. He's told, said, you know, you betcha whenever he's asked about taking our guns. And as he's starting to lose less and less capital, uh, he's going to definitely come for our guns. And so I think you're going to see another aggressive policy coming out here real soon in terms of banning guns, banning assault weapons, banning high capacity magazines, and maybe even a confiscation type movement that he's going to force through by executive order. And then just like he's done, thumb his nose at Congress and thumb his nose at the courts. So this is definitely a time to, to stay vigilant and we're going to have to continue to fight. And we need to continue to pray for our people over in Afghanistan and across the world because our government has shown that our president has shown that he doesn't value you and that he is not going to stand up and fight for you and protect you and keep you safe. Um, that is all I've got for today. I appreciate you listening. I have keep vigilant out there and, you know, be ready to fight. And everybody, take care. Have a good week.